What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as mental illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time hearing my face or seeing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits, y'all. You, you, you get it, you get it, you get it. Not everybody's a narcissist. Today's episode is going to be about what type of person does a narcissist go after? Ooh, boy, 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 boy. This is one of those videos that I get requested. I get requested to make a lot. What type of nar- what type of person does a narcissist go after? What type of person do I need to be to avoid these narcissistic people? Who you know? What is the you know? What can I do to avoid narcissists? You know, what type of person like? First of all, y'all, this is just from my perspective right here. You know, you might can go to another stuff with narcissist channel like Ben Taylor over raw Ben Taylor raw motivations to check his, you know, check out his perspective and things like that. But in my mind, the type of person that a narcissist like do narcissists go after empaths? That's what I hear. All y'all, I hear this all the time. Narcissists are attracted to empaths. Narcissists are drawn to empaths. Y'all, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really work that way, y'all. And I've made this, I said this before, it's not like you, like, if you would consider yourself an empath, it's not like you go out there on, you know, if the temperature is above 60 degrees where you are, when you step outside, you release a pheromone into the air, like a, like a damn honeybee or a pollinating flower. And that narcissistic person, every narcissist or like, or like damn bears. And they, we have a, a one mile, two mile scent radius. Like we can smell you, smell you in the surrounding areas. Like, the empaths are pollinating right now. I gotta go find one of them. No, it, it, yeah, it doesn't work the way. This is it's simplistic because I think a lot of people who are who consider themselves empaths end up with narcissists. You feel like that person was drawn to you because you're an empath. It doesn't work. How yeah? How do they know that you're an empath if they don't get to know you? If they don't talk to you? If they don't interact with you? You see what I'm saying? First of all, physical reaction and proximity play a big role. Not physical reaction. Physical attraction and proximity to them typically plays a role in it social media and internet dating plays a role is, is also included in the proximity because you know there's long long distance relationships that exist but dating apps make the world smaller they just do you know what i mean um but that's where the situation goes a lot of times y'all your physical attraction plays a big role in it. and no narcissists don't just go for tens and nines and tens if you want to use a numerical numerical rating scale they don't just go for tens and they need a 10 to make them look better and feel better no Physical attraction, you you can't. I don't think you can control who you're physically attracted to. You know, physical attraction does play a role in it, but I'm not saying conventionally attractive. I'm saying physically attract. They are physically attracted to you. You know, I feel like that plays a big role in it. Proximity to them. If you work with them, sometimes this how y'all end up together. I thought they were a nice guy because they worked with me. Man, I thought she was cool, bro, because she worked with me and whatnot. I thought she was cool. She had a good reputation, but she ended up, she ended up being toxic as hell. And them cheeks was good, but they, she was toxic. You know, that's what they go into right there. So they go out, so they don't just hunt down impasse. Who you are determines the direction the relationship goes, y'all. If you are an empath and you meet a narcissistic person and you don't, like I said, red flags, you might miss them. They might be subtle, whatever, but you end up going further in this relationship with a narcissistic person. You know, you might, like I said, you might miss the red flags, whatever, who you are. If you, but you, if you're an empath 
and you see the red flags, maybe you forgive them. Maybe you get it, give them the benefit of the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they lie to you. Maybe they lie to you about their age, how old they are, or where they actually work and who they live with. Maybe they lie to you up front and you forgive them. Well, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they were nervous or they were scared to talk to me. You know what I mean? Things of that things of that ilk right there. So people get people get caught up in it all the time, like that right there. You know, who you are determines where the relationship goes. If you're an empathetic person or a people pleasing person that can't say no that doesn't have strong boundaries then typically you're going to end up with a narcissist longer than you longer than what you should end up with you know the goal is not like y'all it's impossible to not attract narcissists i, I feel like people how do i not attract them don't go outside don't be on dating apps seclude yourself that's how you don't attract them you might attract a lot of narcissistic people but you want to be able to spot them out quickly and draw them out quickly if you're a person if you meet a narcissistic person and you have a problem saying the word no the two-letter word one of the shortest words in the english alphabet if you have a problem saying no then you're probably going to be taken advantage of and manipulated by this toxic narcissistic person they're probably going to take you on or take you for take your heart and your mind for a spin you know, they're going to take you for a damn spin out around the block in your life. They're going to ruin your damn life because you can't say no, because you don't want to say no, because I'm a people pleaser. Let me side sidebar sidebar. Come over here. People, people pleasers sidebar. Come over here. People pleasers. Come over here real quick. Come closer. Come closer to the camera. Listen, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to yell at you. You are a people as well. I know you worry about pleasing everybody else, pleasing other people, but you are also one of these people. You are a person. You are a human being. You you would qualify or classify yourself as a people. So what about you? What about pleasing yourself? If you're a people pleaser, what about people pleasing yourself? What about people pleasing you? You're one of these people. Stop neglecting yourself to please others. You see what I'm saying? I know that's easier said than done, but you need to take the, pro the proactive steps in order to be able to do that. In order to be able to take your power back step by step and things of that nature. You cannot, just, you, you cannot, if you try to people please the wrong person, you're going to people please yourself into a pit of loneliness, a pit of unhappiness, a pit of just destitute and just anger because you, you in a relationship that you know you shouldn't have been in more than a week. But you couldn't say no. You didn't want to be mean. You see what I'm saying? You're too nice. People places have a seat. You know what I mean? But like who you are, y'all, determines the way the relationship goes. Physical attraction plays a role into it. Me personally, I like if you what Lee, what are you attracted to? I like funny women. I like women with a sense of humor. women that can make me laugh. My wife is probably one of the funniest women I've met. You know what I mean? She's su she is super funny. She's super witty. You know, I like the wit. I like having educational conversations with her, like deep educational conversations with her. That's how we bonded in the beginning of the relationship, you know, back in twenty eleven. And that's what we do now. You know what I mean? Twelve years later, we still have these funny, crazy conversations and whatnot. But that's the, the that's, that's the dynamic that a lot of people face, y'all. You know, that's the that's the dynamic a lot of people face. Like who you are determines where the relationship goes. If you're a strong-minded person that does not have a problem setting boundaries and saying the word no, then typically you're going to avoid narcissistic people. Narcissists go after narcissists go after whoever will have them, whoever will keep, whoever will allow them into their life for an extended period of time, whoever they can get supply from, they will allow into your life. And it doesn't always when I say whoever they allow into their life, it doesn't matter who they get supply from. It doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean sexual, y'all. It's not always going to be sexual supply. It can be financial supply. It can be emotional supply. It can be you know uh, physical supply. It can be just presence. You you can just be validating them, making them feel good about themselves. They're going to go. Who, they're going to go to that people. They're going to be attracted to people who validate them, you know, who who don't have boundaries like that, who don't have, who don't say the word no. 
they're going to be they might be physically attracted to the strong-minded person but they're not going to be with that person for a long extended period of time unless that strong-minded person gives in and starts changing their boundaries up and you know altering their boundaries and their, their standpoints and their viewpoints on things just to make this person happy you go from being you go from being yeah, you've been in a relationship with that narcissist person can't change who you can't end up changing who you are you might go from being a strong-minded individual to being a people pleaser that tries to please everybody. You may have to be that person that tries to please too many people. Being one of these people who just go out of your, you know, you might go from strong and independent to over you know, being people pleaser and trying to get seek validation from this one specific person, y'all. Narcissists will go after somebody, go after people who validate them, who and don't make them feel invalidated. You know what I mean? That's typically the type of person that a narcissist is going to go after. They're not, they're not going to go. Narcissists are not going to go after somebody. Who doesn't make them feel good about themselves, y'all? Narcissists are not going to go after people and consistently pursue people who, you know, who hurt their ego, who hurt their pride. They're going, to, they're going to want, they're going to want to make somebody. Who's going, they're going to want somebody typically who makes them look and feel good about themselves. You know what I mean? And that doesn't necessarily mean, I say, like I said, physical attractiveness-wise, you can, you cannot be conventionally attractive and make somebody feel good about themselves. That's why you see sometimes a narcissistic person will cheat. Y'all, this is y'all's words. A lot of times, they downgraded. They, the person they, that he cheated with was big and out of shape. That's why you see that narcissistic person cheat on somebody like that. You know what I mean? You know, they, they you see them cheat on somebody like that because that person, the, the non, the physically less attractive person, I guess, the conventionally less attractive person, made them feel good about themselves. That's all it takes, y'all. Validation. As long as you're going, giving them validation and a source of supply, or whatever. They'll pursue you. They'll come after you. They'll do all this other stuff as well, y'all. That's why I tell people, y'all, it's not always... It's, every narcissistic person on this planet is going to be different. That's just that's just the crux of y'all. That's just me telling you the absolute truth right here. That every narcissistic person on this planet is going to be different. Different it's d- different upbringing, different levels of attractiveness, different, you know, different levels of education, different socioeconomic background, different personalities. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to be different, but the traits are going to be typically going to be the same in some way, shape, or form. So if you want to avoid narcissists, y'all, become that strong-minded person that doesn't have a problem saying no, that doesn't have a problem setting boundaries and sticking to them. If you could, if the, if the narcissist person pushes again, pushes and pushes and pushes against your boundary and you let them in, they're going to keep doing that, y'all. If you let them, if you let them do that in the beginning of the relationship, they're going to keep doing that in the middle of the relationship. They're going to keep doing that in the end of the relationship. They're not, why would they, uh, being, being realistic with you, why would they stop doing that? Why would they stop doing what's working? You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest with you. Why would they stop doing what is working for them? But leave because they love us. Like, why would they stop doing what's working for them? You know, most narcissists are going to prioritize themselves over you, prioritize their needs over your needs. So why would they change up something that's working? You know what I mean? Thank y'all for tuning in, y'all. Um, Got to cut this thing short. If you listen to this on Apple Music or Spotify, hit that five stars for me if you don't, if you don't mind, y'all. We're creeping up on a thousand ratings on Apple Music, which is kind of crazy. I cannot believe. I have 850-something ratings on Amazon, I'm a, on Apple Music. That is crazy, y'all. They, I'm so extremely grateful for y'all. I'm dead serious. I'm I'm unbelievably grateful and thankful for every single one of y'all. The Self-Love Journal is available on Amazon. Lee Hammock, Self-Love on Amazon. Check it out, y'all. Help you regain that self-love. Help you regain, the, pick, pick those boundaries up and stuff like that, too. Help you, help you become more strong-minded, and you can get that validation that you're seeking from yourself. You know what I mean? 
Anyways, y'all, stay strong, stay, stay, stay empowered, like and subscribe for more. Join the channel memberships if you want to, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace.